Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. The Advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the Advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The college basketball recruiting merry-go-round continued this week as Montana State landed a transfer from another Big Sky Conference school. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Tuesday, Montana State announced the signing of Robert Ford III, an honorable mention all-Big Sky point guard at ISU. Ford will transfer with one season of eligibility remaining, but he has applied for a medical hardship waiver that would give him a second year. Ford, who averaged 11.4 points per game last season at ISU, will help fill the void left by a pair of MSU guards who hit the NCAA transfer portal last week. Kellen Tom a sophomore guard who has served as Xavier Bishop's primary backup the last two seasons, and Isaac Spears, a freshman who played sparingly, each entered the transfer portal last week. The Grizz men's basketball team now has seven new additions to their roster so far this offseason. Montana added Colorado State transfer Deshaun Thomas and his brother Darrell Thomas earlier this month. The Grizz landed Metro State transfer Lolu OK over the weekend, and Montana signed four high school players, Rhett Reynolds of Shelby, Aiden Bateman of Missoula Big Sky, Jackson Knapp of Renton, and Southern California point guard Isaiah Kerr last week. And finally, on the second day of the Big Sky Conference Women's Golf Championships in Scottsdale, Bozeman native Cameron Basie fired a 1-under-71 to help Montana State shoot 302 as a team to sit in seventh place. Entering the last day of the tournament, Montana sits in last place. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Welcome back. Little Stone Temple Pilots for you on your Thursday. Thanks so much for hanging out. Happy to be here with you. 
Snow is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Or maybe you're streaming on the new ESPN Montana app. No matter what you're doing, we're coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can find them online at nwmsrocks.com or you can swing by here in the Garden City corner of Stevens and Mount. Thank you so much to Northwest Motorsport for their continued support of us here at ESPN Radio. Missed anything in the first hour of the show. We debated who are some of the best contemporary athletes in the world in their respective sports. We got through soccer, baseball, and prize fighting. We'll probably do a little NFL and NBA upcoming. We also had Matt Devlin join us. He is from the Montana Fishing Film Festival. That's Saturday night at the Denison Center if you want to go check out some sweet fly fishing shorts. And we also heard from our student of the week, Peyton Smith, a cheerleader from Manhattan, a senior there at Manhattan High. Great interview by Andrew Houghton. You can find everything from today's first hour on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as the advocates. You want to be a part of the show, part of the conversation, call us or text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Happy now to be joined in studio by Mike Anderson, head coach of the Grizz hockey team, they say they got some big news on the horizon, but we'll wait for that for a minute. We haven't seen you in a little while, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing great. Great to be back. First and foremost, let's talk about the season that was. Uh, from an exposure standpoint, from a feedback standpoint, from a fan standpoint, it couldn't have been much better than it was. But then you guys also won a bunch of games, too. So uh, success breeds success. But the... Uh, the outpouring of support from the community must have been pretty cool. I mean, I, I knew that hockey was going to be a, a good ticket in town for sure, but, I mean, this was like the thing, man. Like, Friday nights, it was like, we're going to Glacier Ice Rink. I went to all sorts of games. It was so fun. You know, I went to all the games, too. But, uh, <laughs> it was it was this so surprising, uh, the level of support. And like you were just saying, the hockey community here is big and it's engaged, but the amount of students we had coming, the amount of people from uh, the valleys around here coming down was just unbelievable. Every game I'd, I'd walk through, we had to walk through the crowd right, to our right. bench. And I, usually at the rink, you see familiar faces the whole time. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm seeing people I've never seen before. And every game was that way. And they're into it, and they're excited. I saw old co-workers in a Grizz jersey. I haven't seen them in three years. He's like, hey, this is awesome. And it, it was just, it, it's expanded to all these different areas. And, and, you know, this station's a big part of that. You guys are helping totally. us out promoting it. And it was very surreal, and it made home games especially, these these very special events that I know in recruiting now in the off season when we send guys videos, they're like, what? Is that like come and find out and have a great time with it? So and, and just wait, it's to pretty see, unique. Yeah, wait to see how this recruiting thing takes off next because we got this new app where you can stream this show, Grizz Lacrosse and Grizz Hockey. We're going to add a whole bunch more stuff to it before the next uh, academic sports year. Oh, but that'll be pretty cool as well. But I mean, so it is. It's having an impact in recruiting. Like when you're just when you're showing pictures and videos and streams and stuff from the games, people are like they're into it. Oh yeah, I, I think we pretty much got one kid who's going to be a great ad for us, a defenseman named nice. Wagner, because of how cool it all looked. They came out a couple weeks ago. His him and his dad and his brother, and they were. And when he cooking at dinner, he's like, "Oh yeah, I just couldn't believe the atmosphere. I had to come see it and and see what it's all about." And it's been a huge boon for that, and it's a unique thing. You know, we're, we're, we were the main ticket. We went to play the Bobcats. You know, yeah. they would get two, 300 a game until we played, then it was 1,300, 1,400 a game. When yeah, we were right. Out there. So just hoping, hoping that it continues everywhere we go, that, that Grizz Hockey, the, the brand and the idea of it just 
grows and evolves, and we're excited about it. And the first year could not have gone better for community support and fan engagement. That's pretty unreal. Mike Anderson, Chris Hockey in studio with us here on Nuanas Now. Uh, how do you go about sort of learning the ropes of recruiting? Because, I mean, this is totally different than, you know, taking over as the head coach of an established program. This is a new program. So uh, what's what's it like? I mean, what are sort of the logistics like? You guys probably have a lot of people coming to you. You're probably going out there and trying to see some people too. How does it all work? It's a lot of, bo- a lot of all that. Yeah. So it's a lot of Coach Will and I, you know, reaching out to people uh, through Instagram is my main vehicle. I'll Interesting. Look, I'll look on people online, see if they're on Instagram, DM them like, hey, I'm the coach from this team. Here's what we're all about. Do they have, um, like, some highlights on there and stuff, too, so you can kind of see? Or I guess you probably already seen Instagram, the highlights. Not on Instagram, but on, there's different sites. I think it's called Next Level College Coaching or something. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's a free thing for coaches to get onto, and I've found a few kids on that, too. That does have video. We've, you know, word of mouth's a big thing. A lot of guys, buddies who are playing on teams still in juniors or high school are hearing about it. They're reaching out. You know, we had a kid who we're pretty excited about who's from Wisconsin who his body committed to us and because he did he was like hey i'm interested and we're hoping we're hoping he's coming next year too and that's just kind of how it works and learning the ropes you know tucker is a great uh, person for to sure out. he's been doing it for a long time but i have a little experience when i was coaching the junior bruins and it's just leaning on contacts it's leaning on people you know and then it's going out there and getting your face out there absolutely it, it is interesting to, to see the way it's all evolved how do you think Hockey in Montana has evolved because I've always thought this was interesting too. You look at some of the coldest weather states in the United States, and they are gigantic producers of hockey talent, specifically Minnesota and the Dakotas, right? Montana hasn't seemed to be on par with those states, but it always seemed like maybe there would be a parallel there because it's it's cold here too. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it is cold here. I think it's a matter of probably uh, probably just the access to it, right? Because so many yeah. people in Montana live in tiny towns that don't have ice rinks. Right, that's the big one. Is yeah. access to rinks is is not as easy as it used to be. I know actually in Minnesota we have the reputation that's where I'm from of being this great hockey state, and we are. Right, but that didn't come out of nowhere. It was sure. a deliberate. Uh, his name's John Mariucci, coached the Gophers for a while. He literally went around the state and helped fundraise these all these tiny communities to, to create their own ranks. And from there, it just stuck. It became part of the identity. Interesting. So, you know, Montana, population density is part of the issue of, of just getting more and more players. But yeah. it is growing. For sure. Uh, we're seeing a lot of cool things with uh, AAA or, or, sorry, A teams pre- and post-season and a full season. We have the Treasure State Royals here out of Missoula. So it's growing for sure, and as more money comes into Montana, it's just going to grow even more because that's the key for hockey. Unfortunately, it's a very expensive sport. It's a, it's a large entry. Uh, it's a, so, The point of entry is expensive yeah, for it's sure. Not, yeah. It's not ideal in that regard, and hopefully that changes over time here. But with the boom in Montana, especially in here in Bozeman and those types of cities, you're going to see a lot more things coming. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the way population growth influences all sports across the board. But we've already seen... Uh, a huge bump in winter sports, especially up in the Flathead, because we had several athletes, all from Whitefish, Montana, that were competing in the Olympics, including Jake Sanderson, yes. who, who <laughs> just was a first-round draft pick in the NHL and now has signed a a, uh, a contract with the Ottawa Senators. I, I believe he's the first Montanan to, to be drafted that high in the NHL. I would imagine that high for sure in the NHL. I'm pretty sure he's the first drafted. There is a guy. The first drafted period, right. Yeah. There's another guy playing actually in the AHL right now. Uh, Jake Doty is his name. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's from Billings. 
And he lives here now, though. Right. Uh, so we, he comes and skates with us before his season starts, and I know him a little bit. And So I know there's some pro guys out there, but I think as far as drafted, he's probably the first yeah. and definitely the first in the first round. For sure. So I mean, put that in perspective for people. I mean, because I think he was the number five overall pick in the NHL yes. draft. I mean, the dude has already been on an Olympic team. He is a, a, an all-world player at the University of North Dakota, which if you don't know about North Dakota – I mean, their hockey arena is ridiculous. When I went out there for a football game, I made sure to check out a hockey game, too. It's like it's like going to a pro hockey game. It's better than going to a pro hockey game in a lot of places. But, um, I mean, this is like the top of the top of the top to be this good at hockey as a 20-year-old out of Whitefish, Montana, right? Yeah, and, and for all kids still now in Montana, he had to follow a different path. I th- I'm pretty sure he started playing youth in Whitefish. Yep. I know his dad's Canadian, and I think he even played pro, too. I think that's right. And so I know he did duel. He played up in Calgary right, somewhere right, as right. well. So that certainly helped his case. But I think... He's the beginning of at least higher-level players coming out of here more consistently. Um, as access grows, as the Internet gets you know more and more intensive about scouting and all that, you know those kids who could have played colleges coming out of here years before just didn't because they weren't exposed. Sure. You're going to see more of that coming, too. Yeah. And you also wonder, too, there's always been the, the draw of football in Montana, and it draws so many different athletes away from other sports because there is this entry point to football especially from, like, these guys get partial scholarships for the Cats and the Grizz, and then all of a sudden, you know, maybe their best sport in high school was track or basketball or all these different things, but there's just more opportunity in football as well. Mike Anderson, Grizz Hockey, joining us in studio here uh, on Nuanez now. All right, so you guys teased it. You said you got some big stuff coming down the pipe. What's going on with Grizz Hockey? What's new with you guys? What's new is we're starting our first ever prospects uh, camp. Cool. So we're going to have about 25 to 30 kids coming from all over the country to Missoula for Memorial Day weekend to skate, have a barbecue, go on a river rafting trip, just make it fun as we can to really show what it means to live in this great state. Totally. And, so uh, this is like high school age kids? It's gonna, it's, so hockey is a little bit different with juniors. So we're going to sure. have kids who are you know 16 to kids who are 20. Sure, right, right. So they're in, so. In, in that juniors yep, bowl. In, yep. that, in that young adult phase. Right. Um, so we're, we have a lot of signed up already, more than we anticipated, which is awesome. So we're really excited for that. And then we have our second version, second annual Little Grizz Camp. So that'll be June 5th through the 8th, which is after-school camp. And that's really about establishing roots and making sure that from mites to high school, kids playing here know who we are, know what we are, and look up to it and want to be a part of it someday. So that was our first-ever event as an organization last year, and it went super well. And, you know, I think we posted about it, and within two days we were pretty much full. Yeah. So nice. the support for that's been pretty wild. That's awesome. So more information on both of these things, probably grizzhockey.com. Grizzhockey.com, any of our socials, uh, but both for signups for both those camps are on grizzhockey.com, yeah. Very cool. Anything else that you guys got going cooking this summer? Yeah, so uh, my wife and I are heading to Minnesota anyways on a road trip, so yep. I thought why not double down, and we're going to stop in Bismarck for a, what we're calling an informational skate. Okay. With, and I've reached out to you know high school coaches in that area. We have good amounts signed up for that already. And then we're going to end up in northern Minnesota for a couple of days. So we're going to have some ice up there. Sweet. And we'll be in the Twin Cities. So we'll have some ice down there. It's all in July. It's just, again, it's really about, you know, the digital side of things is great. You can, you know, put stuff out, boost ads, and it, and it works. You sure. get a lot of sure. interaction. But it's really more about... We want to establish face-to-face interactions yep. with as many people as we can in places that are more traditionally hockey hotbeds. So that's our goal. 
And Little Grizz is the other side of it. We want to develop Montana hockey as well. So Very cool. All sorts of cool stuff coming at you. Grizz hockey. So next season gets kicked off when? About mid-September? Is that what we're looking for? Maybe mid-October? It's going to be September late. Okay, late September. Yeah, late September. We'll get about two or three weeks of practice in. Ice doesn't pop in here until early September. So right. We'll, we'll get here, guys, in late August. We'll get start to work out, do some fun stuff together, some practice. And I'm pretty sure we're hitting it right off with Providence, uh, if I remember right. And then, The juggernauts from yeah. up in Great Falls. We'll see what they look like. Their head coach just stepped down. I and, saw that. And then they're losing seven or eight guys anyways. They're, right. They're still having a, a team in programs. They didn't announce that. So Sure. We're excited to play them, though, because it was some good games with them this year. Yeah, for sure. Well, an outstanding start to Grizz Hockey in year one. Uh, Unbelievable success both on the ice but also from the support from all you out there in the community. So thank you so much from us here at ESPN Radio as well as on behalf of Grizz Hockey. You can always find everything you need to know about Grizz Hockey, grizzhockey.com. Super easy. They made it very easy for you to memorize. For everything from the prospects camp that they got plus a little Grizz camp that's coming up plus – the, I'm sure they'll have uh, the schedule solidified by the summer as well. And uh, tickets, passes, all that sort of stuff. And we will have the games all season long here on ESPN Radio as well as on the new ESPN Montana app. As if you didn't need another reason to download it, go do- download that ESPN MT app. You can stream the Grizz Hockey. You can stream the Grizz Lacrosse. You can stream this show every day live and archived. So go do it. Go download it. And uh, we... So much look forward to year two of Grizz Hockey. We'll get you out of here on this. We've been uh, having sort of a wide-ranging debate about the greatest uh, contemporary athletes in the world in their respective Mario sports. Mario Lemieux. Uh, you see, this is, <laughs> this is interesting because hockey, for the, the greatest of all time, it's an automatic answer, right? Well, Wayne Gretzky is the leader of, of records by a surreal amount. For sure. And he's obviously one of the best players ever. Yeah. But I think Mario Lemieux, if, if you don't know who he is, Go on YouTube. I love Mario Lemieux. Look at his highlights. He's an absolute physical specimen. He is. And produced at a the same rate, if not higher, points per game than Wayne Gretzky. He just had cancer for one. For sure. And then he had major back problems. Yeah, for and sure. This, this guy was, in my opinion, he's the best player ever. Uh, obviously, Wayne Gretzky has the numbers. And sure. He was just as just as special. But he wasn't. I think there's something to say about someone who's six six and can move like that. For sure, no question. Because Wayne Gretzky's not thing. big at all. He's he's just Mr. Smooth. Yeah. No, he was the guy who who really. It's funny in hockey. It's you know he played with his mind. Right. Says, How is he always so far ahead? Well, he's he's thinking ahead. And he's Spatial awareness. He sees yeah. it right. Yeah. And, and that's what the game really is. Yeah. And I've, you know it's it's a space game. Right. How can you create it? How can you manipulate it? Yep. And he understood that better than. Anybody at his time to a point where if you watch his highlights, it's absurd. You're like, what were they doing? Right. <laughs> Why right. can't they stop him? He's not fast. He takes slap shots from everywhere. Yep. Um, but he played from behind the net a lot, too, which was different at his time. And yep. he's certainly the icon of hockey. Yeah. He's the Michael Jordan of hockey. For sure. Amara Lemieux is just spectacular. For sure. Who's the best hockey player right now? Best contemporary Ooh. guy. Connor McDavid's got to be up there, right? You know, he's kind of got the most juice right now as far as star power goes. Oh, yeah. I think it's unfortunate he's in Edmonton just because hockey's not, NHL's not like the NBA where it doesn't really matter at this point. You know, you have stars in that league from all over, John Morant and and, uh, Giannis and Milwaukee and Memphis of all places. So I think they're not quite there yet. But Conor McDavid is the most prolific, 
But I'd say the best player in that league right now is Austin Matthews. Yeah, it's a good one, too. Crazy that both those guys are so young, too. It's nuts. It's it's funny. Some of them could be playing maybe not juniors, but co- definitely college age For kids. sure, yeah. Like, oh, wait, they're world-class best players in the world. Yeah. Matthews, obviously, his goal scoring is absurd. He's up 60. But he's an all-around great defensive center wins battles. He does a lot of little things too. So he doesn't always get that reputation because he's always scoring, but he's very, very good in all, in all ways. All the stuff you need to know about hockey here in the Garden City, grishockey.com, go visit it. We'll also probably have these guys back in to, you know, refresh you, remind you, but also talk some NHL playoffs too because we've got some NHL playoff stuff coming down the pipe. We're also going to do a little NHL playoffs from the Desperado next month when the playoffs are in full force. So stay tuned for that as well. A remote presented by Sportsbet Montana. I actually need you guys. I can teach all them how to gamble on all the other stuff. I need you guys to teach me how to gamble about hockey. <laughs> Mike's like, get me away from this. I'm not doing I, this. <laughs> look at the advanced metrics, I would say. <laughs> That's exactly right. Mike Anderson, Chris Hockey in studio. Thanks for being here, man. This yeah, is great. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Come on, it's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. NBA playoffs, a history lesson. Plus, we still haven't given you the best players in the world contemporary uh, in contemporary times in the NFL or the NBA. That's coming at you. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana, a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. in Missoula Sports Center. The college basketball recruiting merry-go-round continued this week as Montana State landed a transfer from another Big Sky Conference school. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Tuesday, Montana State announced the signing of Robert Ford III, an honorable mention all-Big Sky point guard at ISU. Ford will transfer with one season of eligibility remaining, but he has applied for a medical hardship waiver that would give him a second year. Ford, who averaged 11.4 points per game last season at ISU, will help fill the void left by a pair of MSU guards who hit the NCAA transfer portal last week. Kellen Tynes, a sophomore guard who has served as Xavier Bishop's primary backup the last two seasons, and Isaac Spears, a freshman who played sparingly, each entered the transfer portal last week. The Grizz men's basketball team now has seven new additions to their roster so far this offseason. Montana added Colorado State transfer Deshaun Thomas and his brother Darrell Thomas earlier this month. The Grizz landed Metro State transfer Lolu OK over the weekend, and Montana signed four high school players. Rent Reynolds of Shelby, Aiden Bateman of Missoula Big Sky, Jackson Knapp of Renton, and Southern California point guard Isaiah Kerr last week. And finally, on the second day of the Big Sky Conference Women's Golf Championships in Scottsdale, Bozeman native Cameron Basie fired a 1-under-71 to help Montana State shoot 302 as a team to sit in seventh place. Entering the last day of the tournament, Montana sits in last place. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
If you were to ask me who I actually think is the most underrated act in the history of rock and roll, I really think it's Three Doors Down. I love Three Doors Down. And uh, they were famous for a while. They're certainly, they were famous, but never as famous as they could and should have been. I mean, such great lyrics. They're, they're phenomenal. Unbelievable. I think a lot of people would be surprised by that, too. I, I was telling... Uh, who was I telling the other day? I was, I was telling my brother. He was asking me, he's like, what, are, what is your, uh, like, the top concerts, the top musical acts you've never been to see in concert? And I was like, man, it's it's probably Metallica, one, and seriously, probably Three Doors Down, too. That's crazy to say, but it really is. I love Three Doors Down. Welcome back. Music Musings here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. A couple updates for you before we continue our uh, best-in-the-world contemporary athlete discussion. First, you heard there in the Sports Center about the second of the three rounds at the Big Sky Conference Women's Golf Championships uh, at Talking Stick Golf Club in Scottsdale, Arizona. The Montana State women, they were in seventh uh, for two days in a row, but then they fired a final round 312, which was 10 strokes worse than their previous, uh, than their best round, which was 302 in round two. So MSU actually falls from seventh to ninth. Montana gets it figured out a little bit. Montana was in last place uh, heading out of round two into round three, but they shot a 300 as a team, which was the fourth best round, fourth best team round of the uh, tournament. And the Grizz actually leapfrog the Bobcats. So the Grizz finished eighth and Montana State finishes ninth. So that's a that's a point in the Brawl of the Wild series for the Grizz when it was not looking very good for the Grizz sitting there in last place. So the Grizz uh, women's golf team, they finished one spot ahead. So eight, nine, I mean, you're, you're really far outside the money there. I mean, you're not really, there's not the same investment as there is at some of the other big sky schools. Also schools like Sac State and Northern Arizona have the good fortune of being able to play a lot more golf than the the Montana girls that are sitting in simulators for uh, most of the year. But uh, still, nonetheless, uh, a brawl of the wild point for uh, Montana. And uh, that'll give them a little bit of leeway because it's it's been uh, a lot of the Bobcats waiting in, in that brawl of the wild series. By the way, the brawl of the wild series is presented exclusively by Town Pump Food Stores. Town Pump Food Stores has a great uh, rewards program going on right now, so you should sign up for that. There's also one pretty much in, in, right near where you're at in Montana anywhere. Town Pump will be our proud sponsor of our remote broadcast from Bozeman tomorrow leading up to the Montana State Spring Game. So thanks to Town Pump for their support. Also, another piece of housekeeping for you, our live broadcast from Bozeman tomorrow will be coming to you from the Universal Athletic Headquarters there in Bozeman. We'll be doing it from the Montana Football Hall of Fame. So for those that don't know, the the concrete Montana Football Hall of Fame is in the Universal Athletic Headquarters in Bozeman. So we'll be coming to you from there. So excited for that, leading up to the Bobcat spring game. We'll give you a full lead-up to the MSU spring game tomorrow during this show. Brooks Nuana is going to hang out with us and uh, give you a little preview of that. And... Uh, so that'll be very fun. Very uh, excited to go over there, although I'm looking at the forecast and it looks like it's going to be just above freezing temperatures and 100% chance of rain. So, <laughs> you know, just bring it on, I guess. We're, we're never going to see spring at this point. Uh, another couple of pieces of news for you before we continue this discussion. Maya Hansen, who was once upon a time the youngest 
player to ever commit to the Lady Grizz basketball team. She committed, excuse me, coming out of her freshman year. Um, the Billing Central product then eventually decommitted um, from the Lady Grizz and gave her commitment to Butler. That then has not held, and instead, she's going to Boise State. What's the tie that binds? Friend of this show and former Lady Grizz head coach Mike Petrino. Mike Petrino is now a assistant at Boise. Got a chance to, run, to, to catch up with Coach Petrino when we were in Boise for the Big Sky Tournament last uh, month, back there in March. But Petrino is now an assistant at BSU, and Maya Hansen now going that way, going to uh, Boise State. So the Building Central product, former Gatorade Player of the Year, she on her way to Boise State, or I guess at least at least for now. So that's an interesting uh, fold. Andrew Houghton has a little point on this one. Uh, not on this one, but one more point of housekeeping, Cam sure. Parker. Ooh, I, I just saw your retweet, uh, but I did not get a chance to actually click on said retweet. So I'm, I mean, I'm guessing the graduate transfer from the Grizz basketball team found a home. Where's he going? Portland State. Portland State? Yes. Oh. Interesting, right? Man. Okay, so again, I know I'm always ranting about the transfer portal. And I know that there's there's pluses and minuses, there's nuance to the whole thing, whatever. I will say this, from a singular perspective, from this perspective of the student-athlete, if you have the resources and the opportunity to do it, what a great experience for you when you're in your late teens and early 20s to just go all over the place. I mean, Cam Parker will now have been spent a couple years in, out there at Sacred Heart. He grew up in Tiger, right outside Portland. But he spent a couple years on the East Coast. They spent a couple years in Montana and Missoula. Now he's going back out to his hometown. I, I mean, sounds pretty fun to me. <laughs> like, if, if, if you're not harboring the costs and stuff of the move and you have people to help you, I mean, it sounds great. Well, and you get recruited again, and he's joining a team that has a lot of momentum coming off their Big Sky uh, tournament performance. I don't know if playing for Jace Coburn would be fun. I don't know exactly how you would describe it, but it'd certainly be uh, interesting and exciting. <laughs> Challenging, certainly. Yeah, for sure. Um, a little bit of an interesting fit with him, I thought, there. I mean, their their Big Sky tournament run was just sort of keyed by them. Uh, pressing all over the floor and running and jumping and dunking over people and sort of out-athleting people in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, Cam Parker could be sort of a, a steadying force on a team like that because he's a real ball-on-a-string point guard. Uh, but he doesn't have really the athleticism or the length that makes him a fit in that press. Right. He's so great offensively in the way that they play and not... I don't know if he can play the way that they want to play defensively. I don't know. I mean, there's no place to hide in that pressing defense that right. they run. You can't hide them on, like, the worst shooter or anything, and you've got to I mean, you got to be a dangerous defensive player, and I'm not sure that he is. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. You want us now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. The, uh, the late signing period is open, and it also includes track and field. So there's some recruits coming in for both Montana and Montana State. Uh, probably the most of note recruits for the Bobcats so far include Alyssa Beauchart, who's an outstanding track and field athlete from Big Timber. She's one of the best small school athletes in the state. She signed with the Cats uh, just a couple days ago. Malachi Simpson, who was previously committed to North Dakota State, a guy I actually thought probably could have played in the Big Sky in football, too. Uh, just be, 
he's he's a pretty good football player. He just has such ridiculous speed. And so I thought maybe somebody would take a chance on him that. But I'm glad he's going to run track because he, he's an elite track guy. I think he'll make a run at the all-class 100 meters record this year. Uh, the guy, uh, the uh, the outstanding sprinter from Billings Senior. And then Jaden Wolf, a, a young lady we highlighted yesterday. She's from Billings West. She is also going to be in the mix to threaten that all-class state record in the women's 100 meters. So uh, that's a big signing for her, too. We'll round up some of the Grizz signings for you uh, as soon as we can. Last one I want to ask you about, Andrew, before we continue our debate of the um, best uh, athletes in the world right now. Robert Ford from Idaho State, who was an all-league point guard last year. I will mention all-league, but I mean he's a, he's a good player. Actually, in terms of probably the guys that have transferred uh, away from their teams in the big sky, the the most notable ones are probably Robbie Beasley at Montana and Robert Ford at Idaho State. Well, guess what? Robert Ford's not leaving the big sky. He's just leaving ISU. He lands at Montana State. We saw this with Cam Satterwhite going from NAU to Montana a couple years ago. What do we think of transfers within a league? I mean, I think the way that the transfer portal is now, it's just going to happen sometimes. For sure. I think it's I think it's not incredibly surprising to me because you you do get a peek at the other side of the fence, you know? Right. You get to see what the team looks like. You get to see if it looks like they're having fun. You get to interact with the coaches, um, you know, talking before and after the games. And it's not really surprising to me. And, you know, Robert Ford was a kid who played two years of JUCO, it's not like he's from Pocatello. He doesn't have any attachment to Idaho State, really, or he doesn't have any hometown feel to Idaho State. He doesn't, you know, it's not surprising that he would go to a, a rival, whatever, a conference rival, um, just because there's no attachment there. Uh, one correction on Ford, he was honorable mention two years ago. Oh, right. Yeah. And he uh, got injured about 10 games into this last year. That, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. He was honorable mention two years ago. That's right. But still a guy that knows the league. He's been in the league for a couple of years. So um, I think it's uh, – I think Danny Sprinkle knows exactly what he wants when it comes to the guys with the balls with the ball in their hands because uh, Isaac Spears and Kellen Tynes, the two high school point guards that Danny Sprinkle's brought in the last two years, are both out. They're both into the transfer portal. But Danny Sprinkle adds Darius Brown, who was an all-Big West selection at Cal State Northridge. Sort of a similar situation to to Ford, where he was an all-league guy two years ago, got hurt last year, and then uh, needed a new opportunity. So uh, Darius Brown, a former all-Big West guy, and Robert Ford, a former all-Big Sky guy, both fast, quick point guards, sort of in the in the mold of what Xavier Bishop had so much success doing, just getting up and down uh, for the Bobcats this last couple of years. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. All right, let's talk about uh, the best contemporary players uh, in the two biggest sports leagues in this country. The football one's tough because there's there's so many different guys that are candidates. But I think the answer is still definitive who the best player in the NFL is. I think it's the guy who's on the cover of Sports Illustrated last week with his shirt off looking like a superhero. I think it's Aaron Donald. Andrew's throwing his hands up in the air. He doesn't agree. I think that the way that modern football works... So you took my answer. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, it, it's the answer. It, the way modern football works, you can sit there and say the quarterback's the most important position. Okay, that's fine. If, if you believe that's true, and it is true, 
Then what's the second most important thing? Protecting the quarterback. Okay, so how do you go about doing that? You have great, really athletic offensive linemen, particularly on the outside at the tackle spots. Okay, cool. So then what's the best way to negate the best offensive linemen? By having ferocious edge guys that can get off. Well, what is the only great equalizer? What's the only thing that there isn't an answer for? There's no counter for. What is checkmate every time? It's the guy that can beat three blockers up the gut and still have Hall of Fame level numbers in sacks by playing on the inside. And Aaron Donald, in my personal opinion, is not only the best interior defensive lineman in the NFL, he's the best interior defensive lineman of his generation, and he's one of, if not the greatest, interior defensive lineman in the history of football. And uh, we'll see. The, the, did you read the Sports Illustrated article? Because I thought it was the most bizarre article I've ever read in Sports Illustrated. I flipped through it. Was that that was Greg Bishop who it was wrote about, it? It was about nothing. Yeah. It, it was about Aaron Donald just being Aaron Donald, and if or if not, he'd come back. It was, like, so strangely speculatory, but there was no thesis, and there was no real, like, Aaron Donald saying anything. It was just like, here's what he's done. Here's what his resume would be if he walked away right now. And here's like the scenarios in which he would come back. It, it was it was so weird. Well, it's got to be weird and difficult to write a profile of a like a Super Bowl parade, you know, of a right. of a guy doing a Super Bowl parade. You're like, yeah, he's he's happy, he's enjoying life now. <laughs> you know, there's not really because there's no conflict in it. So you got to try to drum up some conflict by saying, well, what if he does retire? Because otherwise, it's just, hey, man, he's having a great life right now because he won the Super Bowl a month ago. You know. Exactly. It, it was just a very interesting story for sure. It's interesting as well, though, because the NFL does their top 100 every year where a, a great number of players in the league vote on it. Last year, number one, Aaron Donald was number two in the NFL top 100. Number one was Patrick Mahomes. And uh, what happens with Mahomes' career from now forward I think is one of the most interesting things in all of pro sports because Patrick Mahomes anointed himself as one of the transcendent quarterbacks in the, in the history of the game. He, he already led the Chiefs to a Super Bowl. He's already or led it to a Super Bowl championship and led it to the big game twice. He has defied conventional wisdom with some of the things, some of the throws he can make, and and uh, he's won an MVP. But he also got the fattest contract in the history of the league. We're already seeing the way that that's impacting their overall roster. I mean, make no mistake, the market got set in a poor fashion when Christian Kirk signed for so much money in Jacksonville. But another contributing factor to Tyree Kill being on his way out the door to Miami is Patrick Mahomes making fifty million dollars next year. It's the same thing with their defense. Their defense was, I would dare to say, as as, as harsh as god-awful <laughs> for portions of the year a year ago. And part of that is Patrick Mahomes' contract. But then I also think that the, 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 the most interesting part of what's going to happen with Mahomes moving forward is both the impact his contract is going to have on the roster makeup of the Kansas City Chiefs, but also how he's able to handle what is sure to be an unbelievable spotlight just completely ripe with scrutiny. He's already seeing it. We love him. In America, 
we love you until we hate you. And then we decide to just completely destroy you. And if you can handle it, then maybe we'll love you again. And I wonder how Patrick Mahomes is going to handle it. He was this just this darling quarterback who's in all the State Farm commercials. And how could you ever hate Patrick Mahomes? I got Patrick Mahomes fatigue. I think Patrick Mahomes is annoying. Patrick Mahomes' wife and his mother and his brother, these are all becoming part of the conversation about Patrick Mahomes. It's inevitable. I don't know if it's right, but how do you handle it? Because we've seen this over and over and over again. Some guys, like Tom Brady, become the most hated man in sports, and then all of a sudden they reach the end, and they start making these completely self-congratulatory documentaries and podcast series about themselves, yet because they've been around for so long, then we start to admire them again because they're like the the old relic, the old man sitting in the rocking chair that we just still love. And, uh, you know, we, we've seen it with LeBron James, too. He had to endure so much scrutiny as a villain. I'm not actually sure he's come completely out of it. He is still, like, so polarizing in, in his figure. But if there's no question, no matter what you think of LeBron James, that he can handle it. I'm so interested to see if Mahomes can handle it. Like, what happens if he just falls apart? Because he's, he's never had to react and bounce back when you do fall apart in, in the NFL. Well, I think I would say that his track record so far is pretty good. And for he's sure. been in the league for four or five years now, right? He has, for sure. And he, he's he been very, very this famous. This last season was his fifth season. Yeah, and, and this last season was, I think, his worst season. And if you, <laughs> if you see that, shows cracks in, in the armor, whatever. They still had a great year. Yep. He still had a great year. I love the comparison to LeBron a little bit more so than Brady because so much of what we love about Patrick Mahomes are things that he can do now that he won't necessarily be able to do as he gets older, right? Right. The crazy escapes and the no-look sidearm throws and just the whole uh, ingenuity and spontaneity um, and, you know, creative athleticism that his game is built on is why so many people fell in love with him in the first place, why he yep. became a darling in the first place. Yep. That was never really the case for Tom Brady, but I think, it was, you know, it was the case for, for LeBron, young LeBron, because he was doing things that we never saw before, and he had to figure out how to sort of gracefully mature yep. when he was no longer, you know, throwing down 360 dunks on Sports Center every night and not getting the, the adoration that comes with that. So that's interesting. I think that the other bridge Patrick Mahomes is going to have to cross too, which is inevitable that people aren't considering at all right now, is that his time with with arguably the best head coach in the league is is finite. It's not infinite. Andy Reid is getting old. He's already having massive health problems. There's going to be a day when Patrick Mahomes is the starting quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's not one of the great offensive minds in football history that's guiding the ship. But here's the thing. Eric Bieniemy hasn't left yet. He hasn't taken another job yet. Which is so crazy. But maybe that's just the plan. Maybe it's been the plan all along. Maybe it's been the plan all along. And yeah. maybe he's just going to take over and keep it rolling because all we hear about is how gifted an offensive mind Eric Bieniemy is and how it's a, a, a tragedy that he hasn't gotten a head job yet. But maybe he's still in Kansas City for a reason. It is a fascinating dynamic. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Who's the best contemporary player in the NBA? We will argue next, keep it right here, NBA playoffs and the best basketball players on earth. It's ESPN Radio. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. 
You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Mine is now on ESPN Radio. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Nuana is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Maybe you're listening or watching or both on the ESPN Montana app. If you don't got it, go get it. Just go to your app store, search ESPN Montana or ESPN MT, download it. Thanks for doing it. Great way to stream or listen to this show, both live and archived. As well as check out Grizz Hockey and Grizz Lacrosse when they're pertinently being uh, streamed on that app as well. Great show, fun show today. We've been having an ongoing discussion about the best contemporary athletes in each sport. We also had Matt Devlin swing by the studio, the ninth annual Montana Fishing Film Festival, Saturday night at the Denison Center here in Missoula on the University of Montana campus. Peyton Smith, our student of the week from Manhattan, a cheerleader, also graced us with her presence. And Mike Anderson, the head coach of the Grizz hockey team, was in studio. You find everything from today's show on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as the Advocates. Tomorrow we'll be live from Bozeman. We'll be talking all things spring football. Grizz and Bobcats. This is leading up to the Bobcat spring games. We'll have a heavy emphasis on what we are looking for out of the Cats on Saturday for the Sunny Holland Classic. We'll also hear from Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, and maybe a surprise appearance from somebody from the MSU tennis program. We're efforting uh, somebody there, but a big tennis match Saturday afternoon uh, in Bozeman. Sunny Holland spring game will run right into that tennis match. Cat Grizz, Grizz Cat, it's a brawl, the wild showdown. And there's Big Sky Conference ramifications to the match as well. So that'll be a fun one to give you some lead up and some insight on as well. All right, let's do this. We only got about six and a half minutes left. We will then roll right into, by the way, the uh, first round playoff game between the Memphis Grizzlies and the Minnesota Timberwolves. We'll probably dump you right into that series, which is one to one, probably right at about the end of the first quarter. So uh, that's going to be a good game, a fun game, a fun matchup with a couple of the best young players in the league. But we must leave the people with what they want. One of the most fun parts about the NBA is debating the levels of greatness within the NBA. Andrew and I were talking about this last night. It's just so crazy how many great players there are in the league right now, and yet how much greater the greatest of players are than this whole crazy collection. I mean, there's probably, I don't even know, man. Dozens and dozens of really good players in the NBA right now. Really good. Guys that, like, if they put it together, could be all-stars or are fringe all-stars or are, or are all-stars. But then the guys that are, like, the first and second team all-NBA guys are just so much better. And it's, it's how the NBA has always been. And it's why the superstars in the NBA are among the dominant athletes 
in terms of like their exposure and branding and, and popularity and all that. So then uh, Andrew had a great point about soccer earlier today about how it is a little bit wide open. I do think because the king, LeBron James, is not the definitive answer to this question anymore, although I think it's closer than a lot of people think. Uh, but it's not definitively LeBron James anymore. So then who are all of the uh, sort of heirs to the throne? I know who I think is the best player in the world, but the thing I think the craziest part about this question right now when it comes to the basketball is that it could change every week. There's some guys that if they step it up to their highest level and they get it locked in, Hard to say that they're not. So where are you at? Where, who, who are you going with? Best basketball player on the planet right now. Well, that's the nice thing about basketball, Coulter, and it's the nice thing about the NBA, and it's the great thing about the NBA playoffs. Yeah. All of these guys are going against each other right now. I know. And to be, I mean, you have to, to win the NBA championship in the NBA playoffs, you're going to have to go against these guys every night. And it's not like in football where you're not matching up against each other where we're talking about is Aaron Donald or Whoever, right, Devontae sure. Adams, the best player yeah, yeah, right now. Right, right. You are matching up against these guys. You are on the same court with them every night. And you got to go through all of the other candidates for this honor to win the title. And I think it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. I do too. Okay, I, good. I think that Giannis can get to the highest level of anybody in the league. I think he has the greatest mentality of anybody in the league. I think he has the best mental toughness of anybody in the league. I also think that... He is a complete anomaly with what he can do defensively. He's the only player in the history of the league that is over seven feet tall that can guard everybody on the court. But then that also is the primary rim protector in his team's defensive scheme, even at times when he's guarding on the perimeter. That has never, ever, ever been done in basketball, and I, I think it's totally underrated with what he does. He... There's great rim protector. Rudy Gobert is a great rim protector right now. Rudy Gobert can also a little bit guard on the perimeter in the pick and roll. He's nowhere close to fluid enough athletically to do both at the same time. No one is besides Giannis. Yeah, it's really shocking. And, I mean, I don't know how much we're still relying on all of his laurels from last season because of the way that the NBA playoffs and then the NBA regular season Works like it's very hard to claim this crown during the regular season. Well, to me, Kevin Durant had such an interesting statement the other day, too, though. He was talking about how if you win the MVP, if you want to win the MVP the next year, you have to up your level significantly. Well, Giannis has better numbers than he did last year during his MVP season, and they are objectively worse, not because of personnel, but because of injuries. Chris Middleton has been in and out of the lineup, Drew Holiday has been hurt at times, Brooke Lopez has been hurt at times, and Giannis still carried them to the two seed. So uh, I don't know. I think that I think the answer is still Giannis, but I do think that a couple other guys are nipping at his heels and or can take the crown at least for a brief moment in time. The number one guy being Kevin Durant. Well, that's right. Although it's not to his favor right now that they are two zero down. That's true. In their first round playoff series, as a matter of fact, Giannis and the Bucks right now are the only. East favorite by seeding to have lost a first round game so far. Their series is tied at one. Philly's up three nothing. Boston's up two nothing. Uh, Miami is up either two or three nothing. So that's just interesting. Joel uh, Joel Embiid definitely is 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 trying his hardest to break into this as well. I think he's in the conversation. In the I, th- conversation. I think Jokic is as well. See, I just I don't think that Jokic can take. 
Joel Embiid could freak out for the next two months and they could go all the way to the finals and maybe even win the championship. There's no world in which Jokic could to win it all by himself. Well, that's because Joel Embiid's best teammate is James Harden, and Nikola Jokic's <laughs> best teammate is Will Aaron Barton? Gordon. Yeah, like, right? I, know. I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. Jokic is absolutely on that level. Yeah. he's He, he is one of the great passers of the basketball, but that's why he can't do it, because he, he needs other guys to knock down shots for him to truly dice you like he can. Giannis had to edit that skill out of his game a little bit too last for season because sure. Giannis has always been a good passer and a willing passer too. The other guy, I, wait, by the way, he's a scratch tonight again, which just is way too bad, is Luka Doncic. He's not there yet, but there's going to be a world in which Doncic can, can go all the way off and freak all the way out and shoot you all the way to the finals as well. Uh, we got to go. We're back at it tomorrow from Bozeman. We'll see you then, 4 p.m. from Universal Athletic, the Montana Football Hall of Fame. In the meantime, have yourself a great Thursday evening. Nuana is now. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.